Good morning, I'm Pam McElvain, your host of WCPT 820 AM, the inclusive voice of Chicago Pro Progressive Talk Show. I'm so elated to be back with you guys again this week, having another robust conversation around what's going on today. But you know what, I'm also excited before we get started to talk about some of the good news, the good energy that we have coming in February. There's a lot more going on than just Black History Month. There's Valentine's Day. There's um, so many other, I think we looked and we found it's like 15 other kind of days of celebration. But before we get into it, as you know, we're, we've launched a new segment on diversity news. And one of the things that I wanted to bring forward today, since I am in part of the news, uh, is a follow-up story that was done by Washington Post around the Rooney Rule and the diverse slates in corporate America. I know we've talked about this before, but once again, DEI practices are being scrutinized and classified as unfair. But when we look at the Rooney Rule as it relates to football, and particularly NFL, knowing that the um, owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers is the author of, of this and, and empowered, the actual NFL was celebrating its nine coaches, feeling, hey, we're making some advance, although nine coaches aren't very many, but nine coaches uh, of color was exciting to see that this would happen. But because of so many of the other kinds of things going on as it relates to uh, advancement, and diversity, the Rooney rule was under attack once again. So, you know, since the loss of affirmative action, you know, the the notion of DEI has been, um, you know, I think misunderstood and used inappropriately, the acronyms themselves. And that'll be another conversation for another day. But looking, going back to Rooney Rule and diverse slates being under the legal microscope, uh, microscope I had an opportunity to speak with journalist Julian Mark of the um, Washington Post to really try to understand the legal scrutiny that's happening and which you know, presents dangerous implications to the future of DEI. And what, um, if you look at the Washington Post article that just hit breaking news yesterday, with some of the EEOC complaints that's happening with the move of other coaches to replace by white coaches is, is something that became, oh my goodness, this is still going on, even though we think that we're in a place of, um, of, of, of progress. So just so that let me just step back and just for those of you that aren't familiar with the Rooney Rule as it relates to sports, it's where you allow minorities to also apply so they can compete on a level playing field for the same positions that white American men have just been um, tapped into. Um, only. And so now we're, we're requiring where we want to be able to have everybody compete. You know, that's, that's the end of the day. That's the reality. So corporate America, that's what they've done around diverse slates. Diverse slates in corporate America are designed to just provide an equal playing field so that instead of just having white men only um, interview for positions, they have diverse slates that require to have women, white women, women of color, and men of color. So if you have a slate that has 50% people of color and then 50% white Americans, and if 
if you have 10 people and five people, two people are white women, two of the white Americans are white women, and three are white men, well, then, of course, there is a 70% chance of the person getting the position of being either a woman or a, a person of color. But everyone is qualified, exceptionally qualified. Everyone is able to compete. And so that, that's really all that the slates are doing. And they're not all motivated by, by compensation and bonuses. They're motivated by recognition and good performance and, and commitment to wanting to have the kind of diversity representation in your leadership in your workforce that exists in your community and among your consumer base. And, and that's what it's all about, is giving women and people of color an opportunity to not strike out the very first time. Whereas white men have always had the opportunity to not only strike out, but to be able to walk. And so we wanna create those same opportunities. But let me just say this, we are not eliminating or dis continuing or dis discarding the importance that everyone has to compete, including white men who have to compete against each other as well. We're just trying to, the diverse slates and the Rooney Rule is just trying to say, we want to give people who normally wouldn't ha would not have access the opportunity to be interviewed, but they're coming to the table with the same qualifications, if not better qualified, and being able to compete for every role. That is all it's doing. No one that is not qualified is going to be accelerated. So I just we're just gonna have to keep talking about these as these issues open up and educate as much as we can, as often as we can. So that's it for the diversity news. I'm telling you, news is little, you know, you got to keep educating and creating awareness with the news. But now we're going to go into the fun stuff. So when I come back right after this commercial break, we're going to talk about some fun stuff. What's happening on February 14th? Who is our special guest who you all know? And we'll share with you some insights. Uh, that I'm excited to talk to you about. All right, we'll be right back. Breakthroughs aren't just for medical journals. They're to help people hold their grandbabies for the first time. Expertise isn't just for awards or recognition. It can be what gives people the best chance to walk again. At the Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network, people are the driving force behind everything we do. So we never lose sight of what's important and we never forget who it's for. Because in the end, we're people helping people. That means every breakthrough, every clinical study, every interaction is to help people like you, your family, and your neighbors be the best they can be. We do everything possible because we see everything possible in you. To find out how compassion motivates world-class care, Visit Freighter.com. The world is embracing a remote, globalized, and diverse workforce. Is your organization prepared when it comes to understanding all the nuances of diversity? Diversity MBA can help. 
From an industry-leading journal and web publication highlighting professionals and best practices, to boot camps and conferences featuring noted and accomplished speakers, Diversity MBA is a driving force in diversity, equity, and inclusion education. Check out diversitymbamagazine.com and take the first step towards transforming your organization. Uh, welcome back. I'm your host, Pam McElvain. And guess who I have with me live this morning is Delana Michelle Elliott. You've all heard our mastermind under under our um, Mind Your Money uh, that we get to hear these tips from, who happens to also be an author and relationship expert. But in the meantime, let me just say, Delana, welcome back. And how are you this fine Saturday morning? Oh, wow, Pam. Thank you so much. I am so excited. And yes, happy Black History Month and happy Valentine's Day and loving February already. So thank you so much. (laughs) Well, you know, you are just the Renaissance woman. I mean, wealth coach, financial advisor, financial planner, um, marriage coach, expert. I'm like, oh my goodness. And when my team said, oh, Pam, we we need uh, Delana to come back for Valentine's Day because her new book, The Power of Oneness, Winning in Marriage and Money, I'm like, oh, wow. I said, you're absolutely right. We not only want to talk about love in its uh, early stages, but clearly uh, love as it can be sustained. So before we get into this, let me, you know, just ask a little bit about, you know, how I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't aware that you did this level of, of relationship coach with your husband, Leon. Give me a little background in terms of, you know, what, what you guys have done together. A little bit of history so folks understand how you, oh, I was going to say, so people can understand how you, not only these wealth advisors and wealth managers, but also uh, this strong relationship management. Well, awesome. Well, thank you, Pamela. Leon and I, um, prior to being in the um, financial industry, we pastored for over 10 years and we basically had a, um, a level of relationship with money and then with marriage. So we were able to combine the two. And so in the coaching, you know, perspective of being a pastor, of course, you know, you know, that the stronger the families are, the stronger the churches. And so we really, you know, honed in on making sure that marriages were as healthy as possible. And so the Power of Oneness was actually a live conference that we used to run every year. We started it back in 1998, started off with like five couples and then ended up, you know, just really um, being able to minister to hundreds of couples. And so it, we felt that it was time to actually, you know, put the conference to paper and um, introduce people to the level of the uh, of power oneness that we were able to achieve over our, you know, 40 year marriage. Wow. Let that be the reason. <laughs> amen, <laughs> amen, amen. <laughs> Oh, this is so, so um, amazing. And and I think that's great that you did. I mean, I love actually your book, and I know it's the first of many to come. It's really a nice, relaxing weed over a glass of wine. And after I read it, I put it in the hands of my husband. Say, oh, honey, you can knock this out in an hour or two. So read it and let's talk about it. So <laughs> I think it's, it's really, really great. I love that. So, you know, how, I mean, you were talking about um, 
in and you know pastoring and then moving into the financial services of field so how how long so you talked about 10 years pastoring a church so yes you're absolutely qualified to do that more than qualified to manage relationships then how about um the financial uh work how long have you guys been doing that Oh my goodness, um, over 30 years. I, I came in in 1985, I brought Leon in in 1992. And so, um, yeah, we've been in the services area, arena all of our adult life. <laughs> okay, oh, this is amazing. Okay, so the blend of two is, yes. is, is a tremendous. So what, you know, what is your experience and um, with, you know, finance, I'm just gonna ask this straight up here, with the financial finances being um, a key trigger for sustainable relationships? Because money, Pam, is so pertinent, you know, of course we live in a, a capitalistic society. I mean, money is basically everything right up there with oxygen. Okay, it's not everything, but you know, you really need it. And so as it pertains to marriage and relationships, because we come from different financial backgrounds, probably eight times out of 10, um, couples oftentimes may think differently about money. And so as they're coming together to say, I do, you're also saying I do to your money, your money beliefs, your money habits, your the way that you spend, save or invest, all of that mm-hmm. comes in that relationship. There's no compartmentalizing it. And so I think um, as we are looking at how couples are handling their money, a lot of times they are not on the same page at all. And it's such an intricate part of your life that it's hard to, like I said, compartmentalize it when it comes to a relationship. So the more we can get you on the same page, rowing in the same direction, the easier life is gonna be, and therefore the easier your marriage is gonna be. So, so what should couples do, uh, be doing before you know, I know you know. There's all this notion around financial uh, marriage counsel, but what should couples be doing for themselves financially before entering into a marriage? And should this become? And second question: While you're having, um, you guys are unique, you and Leon, but while you may be having counseling with the with the priest or the pastor or minister around um, marriage institution. How about having that conversation maybe with a financial, if it's not your financial advisor, but a potential wealth manager about- Pam, I think um, that, that- Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is that is the, the course, you know, the crust of our work. Um, if, if we can help couples look at their money life like they would any other area that they're getting coaching and counseling on and understand what their core beliefs are and then understand where they want to go. We have couples do what we call a desire statement. We do this in premarital counseling and then we also do it um, with, you know, with married couples just to help them get on the same page. But once you understand what your desire is as an individual, then you come together and marry it as as a couple 
and you can see, oh, she likes to travel, or he likes to mm. to golf, or he likes to, you know, you can you can get a mm. sense of what your partner's desires are when it comes to money. And then that there's an area that we can coach you in to bring you into oneness in that area. So again, like you said, if we can oh. help couples get a financial advisor, um, you know, talk about their desires and then come together, then we make it easy. It's not it's not a hard, you know, conversation anymore. It's just a part of the flow. So that's really, really powerful. So like in your book, um, you talk about which I well first let me say the desire statement I love it I love the notion of that's a great exercise for relationships not just not just marriage right just folks that are in relationships mm-hmm. is to do what your desire is and then blend them and see where the oppor- the growth opportunities are right differences exactly. are great and, and that's where you know the compromises come in and then the growth opportunities come. Oh, I really like that. Um, before we get into the to the next um, questions and go down into it a little deeper, let me. So let me just ask you: What do you and Leon do together uh, to keep yourself mentally and physically well? We talk about everything. Leon and I—I'll give you a quick example. Um, my one of my cousins stayed with us, and we wake up early, and we you know had our coffee, and we were sitting down just talking about life. And she came downstairs, and she says, "Okay, where's the microphone? This sounds like a podcast." And it was just because we discuss everything um, as we're aging. You know, we're, we're discussing you know body changes and mental changes and stresses and retirement. I mean, and we just talk about everything, good, bad, and indifferent. And that has kept our our marriage so close, um, Pam, because it took us eight years into our marriage to be able to have a decent, consistent conversation. So we didn't start off like that. We We had to practice it, but again, eight years into our marriage, we had to get coaching on how to talk to one another. You know what, let's hold that and we're gonna go to commercial break and I wanna come back and talk about how communication is a two-way street, right? The power of words. That's really good to hear that that's a learned and practiced skill that you have to agree to do. That's very fabulous. So we'll be right back with you with Coach Delena, marriage and money, (laughs) here she is. Um, And we'll get some more insights and the power of oneness. We believe healthcare should treat the whole person and the whole community. At UPMC, we aim to do just that by partnering with organizations that help bring fresh and healthy food to the people who need it most. Because life-changing is caring for you before you ever walk in our doors. Learn more at upmc.com slash community impact. UPMC, life-changing medicine. From emails that get no response, to improper billing and shipping, to inventory mistakes, waste can be an expansive, encompassing problem. With a track record of success that includes over $7 billion in successful projects, Bold Business has been helping clients over two decades. 
Whether you seek to enhance the performance of current anti-waste and waste initiatives, reduce reputational damage in the face of heightened public scrutiny, or simply safeguard cost efficiency, Bold Business has the answers. Check out boldbusiness.com for more information. And welcome back. I'm your host, Pam McElvain, here with Delena, the mastermind coach of uh, Power of Oneness, both marriage and money. And, you know, I'm just going to say, you know, my desire statement is for, you know, I'm in the house with all these men, is for when I speak, they listen and hear and then act. <laughs> 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 there you have it. So, so one, of, one of the things that, you know, and we're talking, let me just say this to our listening audience. We are talking while we're talking about marriage. I mean, I'm, I'm way behind. Uh, I'm 25 years and um, Delana, they're 40 years. Uh, God be with me if I can get to 40 years. Um, I'll say that uh, we're talking about these strategies and principles and they rely, you know, for relationships and not just being in marriage, but also while you're in a relationship. So just want to clarify that. So, Delaney, in your book, you talk about as you were starting to talk about eight years for you guys to get to this place. And you say communication is a two way street. You, you do. You know, you talk about the power of words and how and I mean, <laughs> and how you have to be careful in in how you're communicating because sometimes people feel well I know you you know I know you really well and I can just say what I want to say on my mind but oops <laughs> you know the words you know that would bring you you know that can that requires healing to come back to when you talk about the cutting remarks so share a little bit with us about the the uh, two-way street communication and the impact of the power of words. Yes, words have energy. You know, the scripture says the words I speak are spirit and life. And so words have life within them. And so whenever you're speaking, whenever you're voicing, you are literally creating an atmosphere. You're creating um, a, a realm of being, you're creating, you know, someone's environment. And so because marriage is such a deep covenant relationship, I mean, that, you know, Leon says it's the riskiest business you ever be in, right? So when you're speaking, your words as a wife can cut deeper in your husband than any other voice and vice versa because of the covenant relationship, because of the vulnerability, because of the closeness and so when you said, you know, be careful about your words, be careful of, of the energy behind your words because of the covenant. You know, if you don't really care about a person, you don't really care what they say, you can shrug it off. But when you're deep in covenant, when you're close, those words mean something. Negative yeah. or positive, you can build each other with words. Someone can come and and tear your husband down at work, but when you come together and you speak life back into him, it just raises him up to a level that he cannot be touched because of the covenant. There's yeah. laws behind the covenant, and that's that's where the power is. And so you have to be careful 
um, you know, when you're angry, right, and you're in argu- yes. having arguments with a partner, a spouse, or or just you know um, your your relationship, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is, you have to be careful what you say when you're angry. And uh, because because of the power and the energy, I love that. And I'm going to have to use that, by the way. I'm going to steal that. Just telling you up front. <laughs> the energy that words have. So if you say something negative, whew, it's not only powerful, but it, it, it's energy that's going through negative. That's You're putting that negative energy out there. That's, that's mm-hmm. right. That's going through your body. That's negative relationships and and it's always what do they say it picks up it's viral yes and then yes. The, the the whole environment feels that way so um so thank you for that what i also like is where you talk about you know and i and i'm getting better at this myself is making money conversations normal mm-hmm. um normalizing the money conversations talk a little bit more about that We want money conversations to be like, you know, your your vacation talking, you know, what you want to wear the next day. I mean, we just want money and what you do with money. We want to have, I think you and I talked about this earlier, Pam, you know, kitchen conversations, right? Kitchen money conversations where you can talk about the bills that are due. You can talk about the the income that's coming in. You can talk about, you know, where you want your business to go. Um, You can talk about the savings that you have, um, you know, for your children and life insurance and um, just make it a normal conversation. My son is recently married. He's been married now for about four years. And so we're having these conversations with our uh, new adult grandchildren um, and we're, you know, new grandmommy and grandpa. Um, So we're helping them talk to each other about their incomes, about their savings. What do you want for your daughters, your blended family. And it's and it's helping them tremendously. My daughter-in-law was like, wow, this is this is normal for you. Yes. We talk about this yeah. all the time over fried eggs, you know, in the kitchen, yeah. baking a cake. Yeah. You know, we're talking yeah. about money and talking about where we want our life to be. Yeah. That that's really good. You know, and that's part of um that's isn't that part of the wealth building, the legacy building? Yes. Yes. You know, in the conversations that family, you know, should have, you know, I, you know, my boys, you know, they definitely don't have a problem asking for money. So then you might as well have that money planning conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> while, while they're asking, <laughs> while they're asking for it, getting, getting the young people into that mindset. No, I love that. I love that. And and that's, a, and, and oftentimes though, what, what would you say though around the families that um, where money is a struggle and and so the conversation around it is high tension causes high stress and so they tend not to have them and then it comes out you know in other ways it's not so positive Mm -hmm. we do an exercise um mm -hmm. with where we help um couples identify what we call what we've identified pam as money wounds Money wounds are experiences with money, mm. tra- traumas, things that have happened, addictions, you know, divorce, death. Um, mm. A lot of couples don't realize that they are carrying these wounds and it's not their fault. 
you know, they have beliefs that have that have been um, ingrained in their system. Maybe they maybe they need to be, you know, they have a survival's mentality, you know, where they have to hoard or feel like they, you know, they can't spend or maybe they, you know, again, had traumas, you know, early traumas in their life. And so we help couples identify those wounds. And when they see that they're wounded from things that were not their fault, then it's easy to forgive each other. You know, it's, it's easy not to blame anymore because you, you're seeing that I didn't, I didn't do this. This was, you know, enforced upon me. So we help them identify the wounds, forgive each other, and then we walk them through how to heal. And as they're healing, now they're relaxing. They're, they're free yes. with one another. And then, and then yes. it helps, you know, disseminate. Ooh, I was going to say preach, preach. <laughs> the desire statement, the money wounds. Oh, my goodness. And having to get through that, you know, because I, you know, I was that person that I'm like, budget. What's, what's a budget? I don't think mm-hmm. so. <laughs> I'm making enough money. I don't need to budget. And then you go marry somebody that's very fiscally minded. And, you know, and, and, and wanting to budget and, and do these things very well. I mean, you better have that come to Jesus conversation sooner than later. But oftentimes we don't. Right. And we don't even think about it's a practice behavior that we need to learn and begin to appreciate about each other kind of thing. So when when you, um, you know, are, are coaching the the couples and if there's children involved you know what are some of the key things you'd like for them to focus on to ensure that they're continuing to um you know to adjust to achieve their financial goals for the entire family we um also pam (laughs) have a scorecard and so we help couples see what vision do you have for your children? And have you talked about that with them? Do they know the dream that you have for them? Do you know the dream that they want to do? Um, Who do your children want to be? And then we help them frame um, a money consciousness. You know, I remember um, there was one time it broke my heart. I was in the grocery store, Pam, and I saw a, a mom she had like a three-year-old son and he was reading the, the prices off the boxes of cereal. Mm. And then she would say, no, that's too much. And then he would put it back. He's three. Yes. Wow. He shouldn't even know that, that there's a cost to, you know, yet. Right. But because yeah. again, of what, what, where, wherever she was dealing with and what her, you know, socioeconomic status and what her situation was, this probably was what her parents did to her. So in that, she was grooming him, you know, to 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 check things and and is it can I afford? Um, and so again, walking through, how do we how do we have those conversations? You know, what's what's a healthy 
money conversation. When do we start talking to our children about money? Um, how early do we need to help them with the savings bank? Remember the little piggy banks we used to we used to have when we were little, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then because so many families right now are blended families. Now we have to deal with, you know, um, ex-husbands, ex-wives, you know, grandparents, custodianship, guardianship, custody, um, you know, so all of these factors come into play. And so, again, having a family vision mm-hmm. around money, what's going to be spent, what's the expectations, um, again, having those conversations as early as possible. Um, and, and getting the, the rhythm and the flow of what that's going to look like for your family is so important. And we help couples do that in our coaching sessions. And so that, thank you. That was so very helpful. But and before we get to the scorecard, because I want to get to the scorecard, um, you talked about, uh, you know, the three-year-old that shouldn't, you know, know the cost differentiators for something. But but when you're dealing with single parents, the men or women across ethnicities globally, um, and, and they're having to live paycheck to paycheck, dollar to dollar, you know, that's a reality that I think um, that a, a very young mind that absorbs everything is going to absorb. And so while, you know, and we'll, we could talk more about this later, but while, you know, while a parent is being very conscientious in terms of what they want to do, providing, you know, safety um, and, and food on the table, it's very difficult. And also depending on where they live, right, and how, how much space they're living in, mm-hmm. it's very difficult for that young um for that for that young mind, that child, to not be exposed to the realities. And so let me just ask real quickly before we go to commercial break. So when they are exposed to the realities like that, because that is, you know, that's their life, you know, mm-hmm. what recommendations, you know, would you have, you know, for a single parent that is watching every penny and, you know, in, in, in small environment where, you know, the, the children can hear and um, and understand everything. And this is probably going to take you back to some of your spiritual training, but, mm-hmm. you know, but, what, do you, but what do you do when you say, yes, they shouldn't know, but what do, you, what do you do so that they don't know or are not as aware? Dream build. Children mm-hmm. have a very vivid imagination. And as you a dream build with them, that gives them uh, the opportunity to look at potential and possibilities. Mm. I'm not saying, you know, keep, keep the reality from them, but also teach them how to dream and let them know. My mom would always say, you know, it, it's not going to be like this always. You can be whoever you want to be. You can do whatever you want to do. Let's dream. And so coming out of the projects, that's what we did. And I had fun with this and we had, we played games you know, with it. And then I even taught that to my son um, and, and, and he is now teaching it to his children. So no matter what your, your uh, financial situation looks like, the power of imagination is still there. Leverage yeah. it. 
Okay, that's it. That I love it. Get your desire statement together. Handle the money wounds. But while you're doing that as an adult, allow space for your children to dream build. Love it. <laughs> so we're going to take... Um, <laughs> A commercial break at this time. Oh my goodness, what the, this rich, rich um, conversation we're having with Delena, uh, their mind your money expert. So we'll be right back with you to find out where you can go to learn more about the scorecard and also get her book on oneness. We'll be right back. Breakthroughs aren't just for medical journals. They're to help people hold their grandbabies for the first time. Expertise isn't just for awards or recognition. It can be what gives people the best chance to walk again. At the Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network, people are the driving force behind everything we do. So we never lose sight of what's important. And we never forget who it's for. Because in the end, we're people helping people. That means every breakthrough, every clinical study, every interaction is to help people like you your family, and your neighbors be the best they can be. We do everything possible because we see everything possible in you. To find out how compassion motivates world-class care, visit Freighter.com. Don't let the tight labor market get in the way of your company's success. Open your mind to new ideas and open your enterprise to new workforce solutions. With bold business, companies can leverage extensive global assets and a lengthy track record of success in reducing labor costs. Don't let borders get in the way of giving your company the best possible workforce. For remote positions, bold business can save clients up to 30 to 50% with skilled and experienced candidates from a global talent pool. Head to boldbusiness.com for more information. Welcome back. Thanks all of you for staying tuned with us. If you're just joining with us, I'm here with Delaney Michelle Elliott, author of The Power of Oneness, winning coach on financial services as well as uh, marriage and money. And, you know, please feel free to join us in this conversation. I'm Pam McElveen, your host of The Inclusive Voice. So, Delena, where, if people wanted to first get your book, The Power of Oneness, um, in addition to Amazon, could they go and learn more about um, your organization? Well, thank you. Um, Leon and Delena Elliott, Leon and Elliott.com is our website. And on that, um, you'll be able to see uh, a link where you can actually click and um, get the book. We will ship it out to you. You just have to pay shipping and handling. So um, we're not charging for the book. We're just you know making sure that the shipping and handling is taken care of. Oh. And so yeah, the, yes. And so Leanna Delana gives you an awesome opportunity, you know, to see what more we have to offer. Um, you can download your scorecard, get some information about how to fill that out. So it's just oh. a fun site to spend some time in. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Did you hear that? Just shipping and handling. Oh my goodness. What this is, this is really, really excited. And I do want to make sure before we close out, we talk about what we're going to be doing at the end of the month too, Delana. So let's yes. just talk about this scorecard. So before I kind of tell you, you know, that I can't get past five and six, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm, I'm, I'm six <laughs> all the way through. 
and you know, any and, and nine and nine and ten people, you know, is best. Seven and eight is better. Five and six is good, and then you got three and four is fair. One and two is poor. So she's gonna talk about the principles. But I took an honest look at that, and I'm like, oh my goodness. If I was by myself, I'd probably be at nine and ten. But now that I got a lot of other folks, <laughs> I got some work to do. Okay. So I put it out there. So tell us about this scorecard that Nick blends uh, money, marriage, and all this other good stuff. And what are you trying to accomplish with it? Thank you, Pam. Yeah, this is our 10 key, um, you know, principles when we look at, like you said, you know, we break it up into the finance, we break it up into, um, you know, your marriage relationship and concepts you know, and then your um, just your overall vision for your family. And um, and this was a very um, <laughs> intuitive exercise, even for Leon and I. I said, oh, babe, we, we got some work to do <laughs> because we're, we want to get a perfect 10 as well. But this kind of gives you an idea. Again, it's an easy way for couples, you know, to do it individually and then also do it together. So you can kind of identify yourself and see where, what areas, you know, um, you can come together on and work on. We don't think that this is a, you know, um, three month or 90 day get, you know, get here quick plan. We, we basically have put the scorecard together so you can see your level of possibility again. And then working with an advisor um, like Leon and I and coaches, we actually help implement certain strategies in order to get you closer to, you know, this perfect 10. And so as you do that in finance, you know, with Protestant services and, and you know, um, a financial wealth plan, you know, that we help you put together, um, then you do it in your soul development, you know, with your relationship and how you increase the areas, whether it's intimacy or working on a family vision, you know, or if you just want to work on your communication on the relationship side, we help you with strategies there as well to get you to that perfect 10. So it's just a good, um, a good barometer <laughs> that we kind of help you with. It makes conversation easier too. So do you mind sharing like what the, I think you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, just kind of, you don't have to go into detail, but just real quickly, you know, what the key principles are that your, your scorecard um, that people are rating themselves on and then mm -hmm. building, building out the plan. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the financial areas, you know, it's liquidity, you know, um, how, how accessible are, are the, you know, are the saving accounts? you know, that you have? Um, are they earning, you know, safety of principle, wherever you have your assets, you know, as your, how safe is your actual principle? What rate of return are you getting, you know, on those assets and where you have them right now? Uh, do you have your assets in, you know, tax advantage, you know, vehicles? Um, that's, that's on the financial side. And then, you know, coming into the relationship side, you know, how's your communication? Now, we talked about, you know, the uh, power of words. Have you, are you leaving a legacy, you know, um, an inheritance, you know, for your family? What do your family think about leaving an inheritance? Um, then we have that W3 Life concept where we focus on worship, wisdom, and wealth. So where are you spiritually? You know, um, how much education, how, how much skill sets, you know, what, what, what wealth building um, books are you reading, you know, to develop a consciousness of wealth? 
Um, that's what we have, you know, in the W3 um, live concept. Then there's intimacy. How, how intimate, you know, not just sex in the marriage, but how intimate, how close, um, you know, where are you in your closeness, bringing the family together as a family? Like I said, because we deal with a lot of blended families, we really, really try to focus on how to bring intimacy when you're bringing, you know, maybe multiple children together, you know, um, relationships together, a new new children coming into families that exist, how to build, you know, that intimacy. And then in the equal opportunity, where we're looking at, you know, estate planning, we say we call it equal opportunity versus equal distribution. Because you have three children, doesn't mean that you need to split your inheritance in threes. You know, you may have one child that's that's the that's the um, the astute one, that's the responsible one. Maybe maybe you give them the inheritance and then give them instructions through you know through a trust, you know, through a will as to you know how they need to distribute you know your assets. And then the last one is values and vision. The family creed, having a, having your will. Do you have a family? plan, a family um, crest, if you will, of, of family roots and values. And so those are the 10 you know, key principal areas um, that we like to really focus on when it comes to the scorecard. Ooh, okay. You know, it, 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 that, that, it, it's like a master class. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'm like, okay. I'm like, you know, liquidity, liquidity, uh, Check, check, check. You need to work on that one real fast. Safety of principle, you know, it's like, well, where is IRS? <laughs> is safety in the where thing? Money at? Where the money at? And the, you know, and then I love how, you know, I just love how you're saying, here's the principles, here are the financial basics and principles and framework. And now this is what we need to do to, to communicate it and to instill as well as ensure that our next generation, our children and family are going to understand what they need to do within what we leave, but also what they build. And, and so that's, that's what's powerful, because when we talk about leaving legacy and building legacies and wealth management, this is, this is the kind of, I think, framework, right, and map mm -hmm. that we need to leave um, for people in doing this. I mean, this is this this has been so enlightening for me. So I, you know, Delena, know that we're going to be coming to a diversity MBA, our learning solutions arm. We're going to be coming to Charlotte, North Carolina, which I believe is where you're headquartered. Yes. Um, February 26th and 27th to do what we call a DEI collaborative design thinking summit. Well, it's a, it's a day and a half summit where we're going to train these leaders um, or create an environment, shall I say, create a space for these leaders to have development, the opportunity to bring innovation, ideation, um, authentic, you know, authentic conversation to uh, create action plans to help them really, you know, create goals and and lean into areas that are difficult and obstacles that they have to work through. And you and we're going to also offer, you know, these group coaching sessions as a kickoff. Um, it kicks off from four. We start on the um, 
on the 26th from four to six, kicks off our coaching sessions and we're doing um, relationship and money, board diversity, DEI, the role of the DEI leader coaching and um, wellness and health. And so I just wanna know <laughs> if uh, you are gonna bring some of these incredible concepts to uh, to your coaching session and you know and what you know people could kind of look forward to the kinds of questions and kinds of things that people you know ask about in group coaching and some of the I'm sure you can have the scorecard but some of the strategies you know that you help them through particularly in a group what, what does that look like and what are you thinking about delivering then we are going to have a ball because we're definitely going to do everyone loves love loves the desire statement and we also um do our um healing your money wounds assessment and they absolutely love that as well and so then we're going to be able to answer questions it's going to be very you know interactive we're going to hit them with just a couple of the principles you know so that we can really focus in on what they want to talk about that day but but the the, the desire statement and the healing your money wounds assessment along with the scorecard it, it just really brings a fun creative atmosphere people can let their hair down they're, they're they're relaxed and they understand and know that they are being heard in the area of relationship and money because a lot of us as professionals we're we're here and you know maybe our spouses work somewhere else or you know or they're in business and so it's nice when you can come together and get these principles. I had one young man, um, Pam, at the conference in Chicago, call his uh, wife from the class. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He's wow. like, babe, you won't believe what we're discussing here in my conference, you know? And so she goes, what? So yeah, that was very refreshing. We all laughed and it was wonderful. So it, it, it's an opportunity to get personal um, mm -hmm. without being intimidated. Ooh, I love that. I love that. You know, the one, the last thing it has this, you know, you talk about the confessions of a healthy marriage. <laughs> I love yes. that. You know, you can download <laughs> that. Tell, that sounds fun in itself. Tell me a bit about that. Yes, Leon and I were, um, were, we always say, well, baby, what do you need from me? You know, what do you, especially, you know, we're, we're in our 60s now, so when we when we turned you know, 60, we were like, okay, so what do we need now? What do you need from me now? And so we just kind of went down and I had like 15 confessions, you know, that I, you know, would, would tell him, you know, um, babe, I love you and just, you know, just little, little cute little things. And then he would also, you know, confess some things, you know, to me. And so we decided to put it into a 31 confessions <laughs> so that people can get a, a sneak, sneak peek, you know, of the type of things that Leon and I talk about and the things that we confess to oh. one another and the things that we commit to one another. Oh, see, okay. Okay, so you know, that is so good. So I, I want the, the confession scorecard, the, you know, the confession checklist. Oh, I, I want you. Okay. I want you. I want you guys to develop the. I want you to take the thirty-one confessions. Everybody's hearing this, right? Okay. <laughs> We're gonna take the thirty-one <laughs> confessions, and you're gonna break yes. those down by categories, and then you're gonna have people put their own confessions. 
in the categories that you have to move on. There's a next one. Okay, hey, we gotta we gotta create a 31 confession, yeah, fill in worksheet. Okay, template. I love it, Pam. Thank you. (laughs) I got my marching orders. (laughs) So everybody out there, go ahead and get started. Send Delana your ideas. Where can they where can they email you, Delana? They can send it to Delana Elliott at gmail.com. Real simple. My name, two L's and two T's <laughs> at gmail.com. Send it and to how, me. <laughs> and how do you spell that name? It's D-E-L-A-Y-N-A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at gmail.com. Well, you know what? This has been such a hot, this has been an incredible learning and education um, conversation with me and I am having fun with it. I really enjoy um, having this conversation with you. Valentine's Day. So, hey, folks, so we do yes. a Valentine's dinner. You can talk about what is our 31 confessions of Valentine. What is it? <laughs> that can be your leaning into that one right there. Bring it on. And so um, thank you, Delena, for this time this morning and coming back with us. We're excited to continue to have Mind Your Money Um for the rest of the year as, as our learning, part of our learning platforms, the end of our shows. And once again, we appreciate your support and partnership. Thank you so much, Pam. And um, I definitely had a ball. <laughs> Excellent. And so for everyone, this is Pam McElvain, the inclusive voice. You can go on to uh, Leon and Delena uh, Elliott, dot com into their web, website, pull down their book, learn more about them, and also go to Diversity MBA Magazine. Our upcoming event is our DEI Collaborative, February 26th and 27th in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm Pam McElvain, your host, and we look forward to having you join us again next week. At UPMC, we believe care goes beyond our walls and into our communities. That's why we support organizations and individuals who help people prosper by giving them skills and training for employment, including right here at UPMC. Because life-changing is providing people a chance to grow. Learn more at upmc.com slash community impact. UPMC, life-changing medicine. Hello and welcome to The Inclusive Voice. This is Delana Michelle Elliott, your Diamond Mind Coach. This is another insightful episode of Mind Your Money, your go-to source for financial wisdom and empowerment. In honor of Black History Month, we have a special edition lined up for you today, focusing on building a prosperous future in 2024. As we celebrate the rich history and achievements of Black community, it's essential to also empower ourselves financially. So grab your notepads because we're about to dive into some practical tips for the new year. First up, let's talk about spending money wisely. In 2024, make it a goal to create a budget that aligns with your financial aspirations. Tracking your expenses allows you to identify areas where you can cut back and redirect those funds towards savings and investments. Remember, every dollar saved is a step closer to your financial freedom. Now on to saving. Building a strong financial foundation starts with a robust savings plan. Consider setting up an emergency fund to cover unexpected unexpected expenses as it acts as a safety net, ensuring that you can weather any storm without jeopardizing your long-term financial goals. 
aimed to save at least three to six months worth of living expenses. And speaking of long-term goals, let's discuss wealth building in 2024. Explore different investment options that align with your risk tolerance and financial goals, whether it's stocks, real estate, retirement accounts, index universal life, cash value policies. Diversifying your investments can help you build wealth steadily over time. And education is key. So you want to take advantage of financial literacy or what I call beyond financial literacy and the resources and workshops in your community online, or you can just go to my website, womenwithwealth.com. Empower yourself with the knowledge needed to make informed financial decisions. The more you understand about money, the more you understand money's language, the better equipped you'll be to navigate the complex world of finance. And as we wrap up our Black History Month special on Mind Your Money, remember that each financial decision you make shapes your future. Let's honor the achievements of those who came before us by building a legacy of financial prosperity for generations to come. I hope that you find these tips valuable for your year ahead. Tune in every month where we mind your money and provide empowerment insights. Until then, this is Delana Michelle Elliott with the Inclusive Voice. Stay financially empowered and happy Black History Month. Everyone's talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Let Diversity MBA Media bring you up to speed on the discussion. With benchmarking services that help enterprises gauge and expand the diversity of their workforces, to fresh, insightful, deep dive articles on the Diversity MBA website. CEO Pam Micklevane leverages years of experience and some of the foremost thought leaders on diversity, equity, and inclusion to spread the DEI message and curate content that educates and enlightens. In addition, Diversity MBA Media hosts annual conferences that bring together speakers from all across the DEI spectrum, with thousands of virtual attendees learning industry best practices from a wide range of perspectives. Check out Diversity MBA Media, join the diversity, equity, and inclusion movement, and be a part of the discussion. www.diversitymbamagazine.com.